All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Here's Johnny. Vanity. Definitely my favorite city. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. The power of flesh compels you! This is my boomstick! What's your favorite scary movie? Good evening, and welcome to Shiver, a horror movie podcast. With me, as usual, is Jeffrey. Hello! And for the first time on this podcast, uh, a friend to the podcast and part of the Geek Bro Network, we welcome Kenny. Hello, everybody. Oh, Hi. it's good to have oh. you. He is he is on loan to us from the Layer, the Layer Podcast. Yeah, this is the second part, part no. two no, no, or no. part one. No, that no. That's, remember, part two is going to be Mon- Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. So this is part one. <laughs> this is just its own part. This, this oh, is, it's its own yeah. part. My my bad. This is not like. The 12 parts of the movie we're going to talk about today. (laughs) And I am your host, David. And uh, today, we we are recording this uh, two days. Today's Wednesday. All right. On Friday, it will be Friday the 13th. And hopefully, and a harvest moon. And a harvest moon. Exactly. Oh, no. (laughs) So twice. Kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. Twice damned we are on Friday. So welcome uh, to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> Two Jasons enter, one Jason leaves. <laughs> As I drink my Oktoberfest. There you go. Uh, so hopefully you will be listening to this on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, all right. Uh, if you don't manage to listen to it on this Friday, September the thirteenth, then Jason got you. Okay, Jason got you, and hopefully. Hopefully, his mom. Ho- hopefully you are resurre- or his mom. <laughs> hopefully you're resurrected, uh, part six style, and right. you can listen to it on the next Friday the thirteenth, which is in December. There you go. All right. Oh. Uh, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so this is going to be a uh, a retrospective of the entire series. Mm-hmm. There have been twelve films since 1980, but ten that count. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a couple that shall not be named, including yeah. the one that's being that's actually on TV right now. Oh, you, uh, no, you, actually, you, you got another no. thing coming. Yeah, that that is not one of the ones I was talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, we are uh, we're, we're currently uh, about 15 minutes into Jason X as we as we watch this. Jesus. <laughs> oh, this um, one this one is fucking. Uh, like an Oscar-worthy film compared to the ones I'm thinking of. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, so Ken- Kenny kind of this is an impromptu recording for Kenny. Uh, he didn't really have too much time to prepare. Uh, because we we were recording a crit or die episode. Yes. And uh, and Which so we to? we kind of just thrust this upon him like a groin, like a machete thrust into the midsection. Ooh. Of, oh. Uh, of a would-be camper. And like a camper, I accept. Begrudgingly, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I mean, do we, are we just gonna dive into this or what are we gonna do? Because I have, I have a comment on that. No, okay, no, no, you, just you comment, comment nothing. Comment away. He really didn't kill a lot of people with a machete. No, he's most famous for the machete, but he uses he a did. whole lot of things. He did because okay, so for the people, because Dave and Kenny are the only ones that know this. Um, she's hot. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, okay, so it had been a long time since I had seen all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. 
So I made the decision when we decided this last week <laughs> that I'm going to watch all 12 of them in a week, period. Why did you do that? Because, <laughs> you know what? Why the fuck not? Dave has them on. So I was able <laughs> And so I literally watched two a day. Uh-huh. Um, one day, I think I watched two and a half. You um, watched almost the first four, the first story arc in one day. Yeah, it ended up being it, and ended you, up being I think you saw days. part one, one night, and then two, the next three, day, and four. You saw, I was like, two, three, four, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a lot of this fresh in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really didn't use the machete, which is what he's known for mm-hmm. primarily a lot in these 12 movies. Right. He, I, I, off the top of my head, I'm maybe thinking of with all the kills, maybe he's got like eight or nine with the machete. And he's racked up well over a hundred kills in the series by himself. That's not including mommy, Pamela or Roy Burns. Okay. Just by himself, he he has the most kills out of any of the horror movie franchise killers. Yes, I can. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think the machete was more of a. I think it's more of a sentimental piece than anything well, else. Because it was his mom's machete. Exactly. I think that's more of a. Yeah, and he killed his mom. Yeah, and I think that's more of something that he keeps with him. I mean, besides obviously the voices in his head, right. uh, the voice of his mother, the voice of his mother, Jason, have, kill them, Jason. Have either of you played the uh, the puzzle game for uh, yes the, for like the iPhone? The, like that's like the the crossy road. Yes, but it's the the Jason esque one. The severed campers. the severed head of Mama yeah. Voorhees <laughs> gives you tips if you click yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, now the, the the interesting thing about Friday the 13th is when you think of Jason, you think of Jason as this supernatural killer mm-hmm. that can't be stopped. But he really isn't that until Jason 6. Right. He does not become supernatural Jason until six movies in. He's just a dude... Who's got extra chromosomes? That is, yeah, that, that gives that, him extra strength. That gives him extra strength. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you guys! Oh my god, just, <laughs> guys! We just we just figured out who it was. He's sloth. That's He's sloth. sloth for the Goonies. Mama he was Fratelli. In, he was changed in, her name. <laughs> he was in hiding in witness protection. And that's this is an alternate universe where he never met the Goonies, and it just <laughs> it just warped into the Camp Crystal yeah. Lake. Except, except for Corey Feldman, who did yes. actually have something uh, of an attachment to him. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. that's that's why he stops in part four before he gets uh, luckily, you know a, a machete to the face. Yeah, luckily Corey <laughs> Feldman. Yeah, then machete, Corey Feldman took care of a machete to yeah. the face. Uh, die, die, yeah, die. Just, okay, cuckoo, cuckoo, kachu. Um, now, now, Dave, because um, you were the kind of expert, and since it had been a long time since I saw it. God, Jason X is horrible. Oh my God! Yeah, but <laughs> but, this, but this is this the is, best kill in the whole series. No, but um, the, that's to you. The thing is, is that still, in, to, in my opinion, to yeah. me, still the best kill in the series is Machete. Actually, he used a machete against him yeah. to the to Mark in part the two, qua- the quadriplegic the, the, yeah. in the wheelchair. <laughs> he out of nowhere machetes him to the face, which leads Mark to roll backwards and then just hilarious, hilariously just. <laughs> Bump down the stairs. Like and, but, a the, Hill but but here's the thing: they don't even show you the kill. Like the like, you don't even show you the ending. And it's just I'm falling, I'm falling, fade, fade into <laughs> sex, fade into sex. <laughs> now now, and that's the thing. Another thing, Dave and I had been talking about when I was while I was watching the movies, the brutality in the first sets of movies is the oh the brutality in the first sets of movies really isn't 
as severe because you really didn't see as much of the deaths. You would see aftermath, but like a lot of the deaths were you'd see the machete come up or you'd see whatever he was using come up and then you'd see the person dead. Like it would it would fade away or it would switch to yeah. something else. With, it would imply the with the very few exceptions, that's the way it was. And um that was for more of a mainstream that was to bring in a mainstream right. audience. Well a, a lot a lot of these movies were filmed with the actual deaths shown on on screen. Right. And were heavily edited. And um, even the very first one that happened, which is why you can you can watch like the uncut version, where uh, I think one of the best deaths in in the first movie is Kevin Bacon with oh, yeah. with, with the spear or, or an arrow. No, I think an it's arrow an arrow through an arrow there. through the throat. Right. right. You see the arrow pierce the throat, and that you see the blood start to come out, and as he starts to gurgle. It cuts away. Yeah. In the uncut version, there's a whole nother shot. Yeah, you see the with the, the camera above him where you see his head and the and the blood starts to completely spurt out and cover his chin, come inside his mouth. It's really brutal. So you start to understand why these these movies were, were cut to get that R rating instead of the X rating that they were and, getting. And they were put because but, but also you you like again the reason why they did it so they can draw the audience in because mm-hmm. yeah I've seen I'll tell you right now I've seen X-rated film I've seen these X-rated horror films that do that that would never you would never see it on right. mainstream TV uh, but like faces of death and like shit. faces like yeah mm-hmm. like faces of death but I think this one is like the holy trinity is Hallow- like in my day was Halloween fr- uh, Friday the Thirteenth. And Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would ever argue that. That that is the holy trinity of yeah, slasher movies. And if you watch all three of them, they technically do the same. Like the theater releases mm-hmm. are very are done. The kill scenes are done very quickly, as opposed to seeing them in the quote unquote director's cut. Right. The uh, the director of the movie, Sean Cunningham, of the original film. Uh, has gone on record saying that what he was trying to do was basically make another Halloween. And even though I think that thematically the first movie has a lot more in common with Psycho, yes, than it does with Halloween. Agree. The way it's presented is definitely as a Halloween clone, but it definitely pushed the envelope. Where Halloween was really it, not very gory at all. Like most of the deaths yeah. happen, uh, like you're saying, they're implied or it. It's the aftermath. It, it's, it's no blood scene, even you know. Because I remember in the Halloween, like that one kill where he's got the guy stabbed, hanging. Right. There's no blood, you don't see and it's all in silhouette. Right. So it's it, a lot of it is is very much like implied violence. Right. Uh, right. 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 Th- this one just pushed the envelope. It's like, well, here's boobs, and here's lots of blood, mm-hmm. and and it kind of took that to the extreme, and I think that's part of what makes Friday the Thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth. Because Halloween always took itself a little bit more seriously. It was uh, the movies had some more class and art to them. I think the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, which came later, the first one was 1984. Right, right. So I mean, the first story arc of uh, Friday the Thirteenth had come and gone at that point. So uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street, you have movies that I think are trying to be innovative. You've got these incredible dream yes. sequences, yeah. these right. incredible special effects that are going on, well, which the, which the, the I don't scene, don't yeah. always land. 
Um, that's why for me, Friday the 13th, Kenny and I were talking before we hit record. This is our favorite series for for these these slasher movies. Yeah, out of the three, out of those three they were talking about, I and mean, you can put in Texas Chainsaw Massacre in there mm-hmm. too. Even out of all of those, obviously Friday the Thirteenth has always been the most intriguing one to me because they all they all have to have their own nuance in, mm-hmm. as far as horror movies. And this one, the biggest one, and the reason why it sticks in my mind so much is that um, Jason wasn't even the killer in the first movie, right? And that's the whole, like, and that's why the story arc, that's why it's so interesting because the first one was actually his mom. A mom. And who, was a, who was a secret agent, right? <laughs> yeah, secret because agent. the way that she pulled off those kills and stuff. It's, it, it's and unbelievable. It, it was just ridiculous. Like, I'm watching it, I'm like, I, I think I texted you that. I'm like, she's a spy, right? <laughs> like, because she's fucking moving through this camp. Like, oh, no. What I love is at the end of, of the first one where he literally is leaping out of the water, like I don't know how people can jump. I don't know how well, people can. I, but I think it was. Well, it's, it's, it's a dream. Yeah, right. So, because so, she wakes up in the hospital. But still, to to pull to have somebody believe that to just it, when I saw that at the first time ever, I was like, "This man is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it to me it was it was it was interesting watching watching those and and you know. Rewatching it, like I said, not remembering, and then understanding the fact that this this is very much a Michael Myers, in that these are not supernatural people; these are normal people, mm-hmm. as normal as Jason is, right? With you know his his issues, but um, <laughs> you know these are just normal people that are doing these things, mm-hmm. you know. And, it, and like we said, it's not until six, which Dave and I talked about, and we kind of agreed that six is. Probably our favorite. That's, yeah, that's probably my favorite. Uh, depending on the day, it would be either six or four. Um, All right. And which is uh, the final chapter, which, which is, is the, the last chapter. one of the. I, I think that four but over two. Four is the, in my opinion, the best directed. Uh, it's got the best special effects. It's got probably the best acting. In the series, not that you're ever going to come to Friday the Thirteenth for acting. For acting, yeah. Um, but I, I, th- I think it's got. That that's a legitimate movie. Like if someone told me I want to watch a slasher movie, um, that might be the one that I put on for them. And honestly, like now when when you when I look back at it, Jason Six is by for me is one that always stands out because mm-hmm. that one's that one was I think after that was when it start everything started going downhill for me. Yeah. So six is always the one that will always stick out. Besides this crap that we're watching right now, Jason X, <laughs> it's a horribly, it's a horribly awesome one. It actually has one of my favorite, although most comical death scenes, which is he, it's he's literally picks up these two campers inside their sleeping right. bag, oh, it's and then beats them. Which is over a throwback a tree. to two um, or three? No, I, th- he, I think it's actually part seven. Where was he it, t- was where, it that late? Yeah, where, where he, he takes he takes the woman out of the the tent. And he put in the sleeping bag, and he, and he slams her against the tree. Yeah, I yeah. think that's yeah. I love that. I love that. Absolutely love that. Now, um, yeah, with 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 me, it was the wheelchair one. Part three, which is one of those two that I said shouldn't exist, because part three was the three D one. That's oh, that's my that's least right. favorite. Which right, which watching it not in three D, you can see where they're doing the attempts to do three D. But one of the deaths 
is so fantastic because they tried to do 3D where he grabs the guy and squeezes <laughs> his head and he's facing the camera and the eyeball pops out and straight, like, straight into the, the screen. That's awesome. That's straight into the camera. Homage to Fulci. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Fulci, um, Fulci loved, loved gore when it came to eyeballs. If you ever watched mm-hmm. The Beyond, oh, yeah. that slow pan with with the actual like metal going into the eyeball is... It's not like that. I think is quintessential. Now, I will tell you my argument on the most brutal death is in Jason Goes to Hell when the girl and the guy are having sex in the tent and Jason peer, they oh, stabs yeah. her. That's through the chest, then l- rips it upwards and she literally gets sliced, sliced in half. In half. Um, to me, that's still one of the most brutal. I joked with him. He split Robin's got- arrow in twice. <laughs> that's what I thought. Of. I was like, he, she got poked by her boyfriend and got poked by the machete right after. Yowza. Um, and unlike a lot of the previous movies, they actually show you the full violence. Yeah. So right. you, you see the machete get plunged into this girl's back, and then the camera view changes so you're seeing the because when that first happens it's like pov of the girl and you see the guy who she's writing right covered in blood and he's screaming and then it shows his point of view with her getting like just ripped in half as he takes the machete and just goes all the way up to you know basically her neck no he cuts it off completely yeah she splits open and twine and twine yeah but that reminds me a lot of um it's it's uh it's very similar to the remake of texas chainsaw massacre where he Uh uses them like like as a chainsaw kebab literally yeah oh yeah and then lifts them up and just has the chainsaw running yeah but that's the thing it's like now Movies like if I've noticed that the progression once it went from the mid '80s into the '90s, it was all gore. Yeah, it was all blood. Blood needed to be shown regardless. And then it kind of it kind of had this weird PG-13 era that we had during the 2000s. Yeah, especially with Ring and all these movies that came out. And then now, which happened it's with the action movies too. Yeah, where you had these amazing action movies of which Joseph Zito, the guy who directed Part Four. Uh, also uh, directed some great action movies in the 80s. Uh, I I know I'm probably the only fan of Chuck Norris here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes Chuck Norris. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck you. But miss, missing in action. <laughs> oh yeah, is is like maybe one of one of like you know the all time great eighties action movies. You know, just as much paquete as you can pack no. into a movie. Sidekick. Oh my oh, god. Sidekick. That was talk about Chuck Norris it's, gold. It's so corny goodness. It's like <laughs> I can't do it, but imaginary Chuck Norris can. And then it's <laughs> speaking of fighting skills. Jason goes man goes to, takes Manhattan. Oh my god! The black guy, the black kid fighting him, or as I like to, well, Jason takes Manhattan, or as I like to call it, Jason's in Manhattan for twenty minutes of the movie, because the rest of the time he's on a boat. Jason takes a boat to Manhattan. Yeah, takes a boat to Manhattan. <laughs> he's, when he has the fight with the black guy on the roof, and the black guy starts boxing him, and is literally giving it to Jason. Yeah. Like he's he's just going, and he finally just gets so exhausted. He's like, "All right, motherfucker, just give it to me." And just one fucking punch, Jason Knocks punches his head, his head completely off. off, and it falls nice. into a dumpster. Then he later grabs it and puts it in the police car. <laughs> so when the police officer opens, he's like, I don't know what you kids are talking about, and opens up, and then the dude's head's just <laughs> like staring at him. But see, as far as the supernatural, what you talked about before, uh-huh. I honestly think that that started. If you notice, it's it's really around the same time that Fred, that Nightmare on Elm Street started coming out is right. when they started saying, you know what, 
we need to put a supernatural spin on it, which leads me to now later on when they do Freddy versus Jason, which to me I thought was a like I that was horrendous. I liked it. I didn't like it at all. I I I, I for here's the thing. One, I and I told Dave this. I can't consider it a Jason movie because it was more about Freddy. Absolutely. Freddy. Freddy was using Jason. To because I saw this two days ago, I, I resaw it two <laughs> days ago. Freddy was using Jason to get kids to think that it was Freddy killing, right? So, so that, that Freddy could get can his come power back, back yeah. and come back. But Jason was just a was really just a side character in that movie. The whole movie was about Freddy. But that said, his kills in that movie, oh yeah, are spectacular. The scene where he raids the 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 party in the cornfield. Oh, the cornfield scene where great. he's set. On fire, yeah, <laughs> and he's walking through the cornfield, setting everything on fire. Is absolutely amazing to watch the way that he takes that way. He's like, "Oh, great costume, dude!" And he just totally flips that guy's head backwards. Yeah. Is awesome, I, and I love that somebody really pissed off that goalie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, I'm sorry, but they're it, doing right now. They're shooting the shit out but of it's Jason not, here and Jason I, X. I can see where it's not a great movie. The Fre- Freddy versus Jason, I, I I could appreciate, and then like that whole last fight scene, where they're they bring J- Freddy into the real world, right? And it's just them going at it with each other, like also the whole you know oh trap Jason in water because he's afraid of water, right? Like okay, listen, the motherfucker drowned, yeah, but. Where has he ever been afraid of water? Right. You know, it didn't make any sense. Well, to me. actually, which one was it that uh, Tommy was it Tommy went which which one was the that the ending that it was it was it was it was Jason lives. Well, yeah, where he, he, get, he where said he tests, this, this bring is, him to the this water. This is where he originally died, so we need to kill him there too. Yeah, we need to bring him here and that's when he tied the chain around him and mm-hmm. dropped him into the into Crystal Lake. But I I mean, he wasn't panicking. Well, right. at all, you know, he was he was his mind was set on one thing. I got to kill Tommy. Right. You know, and every, every time he's ever come out of the lake, he's not going, oh, oh, my God, it's the water. You know, he's just like, fuck, I got to yeah. kill me some more now. Now, and Kenny, <laughs> you, you told us before we recorded, you haven't seen the remake. No, I have not seen the remake. And honestly, it's only because I haven't. The, the remakes have been very hit or miss for for the for the. For these old horror classics to now come back out again, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake wasn't bad. The uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one, to me, I didn't like. It it just didn't. I I wasn't happy about it. So the and Friday the Halloween th- remakes were not good. I, but they were. But the the thing is that there's more than one remake of right. Halloween. There's several of them. There's only one remake. Like remake remake of Remake Halloween. remake is just the the Rob Zombie one. The Rob Zombie one. Cuz the latest one was a continuation. The latest one is a sequel to the original. Right. Uh, ignoring all the all okay, the other no. sequels no, that's, and the terrible that's, ones. That's a no. But so so <laughs> the reason no. I mentioned the remake is I was I was telling Dave I, I cuz I saw the remake last night again and I hadn't seen it in a few and since it came out. And it might be my favorite Friday. I don't like remakes. I don't like the idea of doing remakes. I think Hollywood needs to come up with new ideas. Yeah. But to me, I absolutely loved the Friday the 13th. And it might be my favorite of the series. Um, wow, okay. What's cool about the Friday the 13th remake is that they it, they didn't do the Spider-Man where it was like, we need to do this entire origin story over again. Mm-hmm. They literally, the opening credits of the scene, they did it very much a la 
uh, Batman versus Superman where you see, you know, Bruce Wayne with his parents, like in those quick shots. It's like you already know how this origin story goes. This is just the, to remind you of it. They they show shots of a camp, camp, uh, camper, a counselor, mm-hmm. back in the in the in the eighties or the seventies, running away and Mrs. Vor and they do basically the whole thing of Mrs. Voorhees during the opening credits of the movie, and it's in like this cool black and white kind of it's color. like sepia tone. Yeah, yeah, it's like a sepia tone. They do that, but it's not about that. They're starting it off from it's Jason. Okay. Um, it's basically a remake of parts two, two through four. Right. Uh, but it's it doesn't follow the same sort of story progression. The thing with this Jason, a lot of people who are fans of the Friday the 13th series don't like it because this Jason isn't just mindless. He's a human. He's not supernatural in this. But he's the person that you would expect who's been living in the woods this their entire time. So this is not extra chromosome? Jason? Not really. Not really. He's, he's, I mean, he he's, does. He's he like does. a he's like a backwoods redneck. Think of like trapper. yeah. Think of like yeah. He's okay. a trapper. He knows how to use a bow. Mm-hmm. He sets traps, which a lot of people he's, hated he's the lived, idea. He's lived on his own since he was a boy. You know, everyone assumed that he had drowned in the lake. He didn't. He in fact saw his mother. You know, get killed. Get, get killed. Took the machete. And and so he's he's basically been living on his own with with no sense of uh, morality. And, okay. and and basically just survival instincts. So he's been playing Walking Dead the home game pretty much. Right. And uh, naked and afraid by himself. Right. And now everybody's coming to his territory pretty but, much. Right. And the thing is is it's it's the the brutality of that Jason and the Friday the, the remake. Jason's been is brutal throughout these the series, but I think and Dave and I talked about this the brutality mm-hmm. that Jason shows in the remake is just even beyond like the yeah, typical brutality. Yeah, you don't see anything like that. And and the, the opening scene kind of sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Okay. Because Jason is usually a, a very like fast-killing, like he's just, I'm just going to walk right through you sort of guy. You know, he's, he's very efficient. But he sets traps in this movie. And not only does he set traps, but he tortures people. And he uses them as bait. Right. Like, there's a kill that he does that he hits the guy. It's not even a kill. He, he get, gets a guy and wounds him to try to use him to lure to people the, out. Right, which is... Oh, man. I'm trying to remember the name of the... of it. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie that does that. But, yes, like, um, he's methodical. Yeah. Right. He's pretty much exactly like you said, like a hunter that he's using... He's using, he's, he's using our weakness as humans mm-hmm. to... To end up killing us off, but that's pretty crazy. If that's really the case, I mean, I can imagine that the go- that the brutality and the gore would be notched up only because they don't. If you're gonna do a remake, and I've noticed that for remakes, they don't want to be cut, uh, copy and paste how the original was. So they have to give their own spin on it, which but- I which I do like. I if if you are going to remake something that came out in the 70s, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the early 80s, like. Um, Friday the 13th, give me something new. Right. Don't tread the same water that's been tread and retread time and time again because basically Friday the 13th, parts one through four are essentially the same movie. Right. You can watch any one of those and get the same experience. If In that case, just watch part four and get the brilliance of Tom Savini's you know, kills and special effects, right? Uh, so this one does something different. And, and I... 
if you want to get a different experience out of it. If you don't like older style horror movies, you know, because let's face it, we don't think of the 80s as that long ago. Right. But it's been a while ago. But it's been a while. It is a while ago. Yeah. It's a you know, very... the thing is, is that there's, there's, I've, I've kind of noticed that the jump scare idea wasn't really part of the 80s mentality. No. Because the, the Friday the 13th movie is the first, like, like, I think we mentioned it when we were talking, like, the first one's more of a thriller than a horror movie. Yeah. In fact, the first four. Yeah. Are almost more thrillers than horror movies. You know, I I agree to you to some extent. The first one for sure, because the first one, the way that it was, it was made you to it was made you to believe that it was like one th- one person doing this when in fact it was it's a whodunit. Yeah, just like part five is and, right, right. But but two, but the other ones were better. Two, three, and four were <laughs> two, oh three, God, and four so were more better. inclined in it. That remind that was more of a slasher mentality than the first one was. And I mean, mm-hmm. it it sucks because. Like for example, three is just terrible. But like three is where he gets his like his mask. I don't know if you know this, but in doing some reading and watching some videos to prepare for this, people love part three. Really? Yeah, the fans love it, and I don't understand it because, like, truthfully, the movie's awful. Right. This is the only one in the series where I think I would skip over it. But which, this, was, which was the one I told you that I felt like it was? It took forever. I think it was that one. No, no, no. It was one of the. It might. No, you know what it was? It was. It, is it New Blood? The uh, with uh with Tommy? Oh, yeah, uh, New Blood is not with Tommy. That's the one where it's basically Carrie. Oh no, that's the Carrie one. Yeah. Fuck that one took for felt like it, felt, it was going forever. That, that that's one the one where me, he fought the telekinetic girl. Right. Yeah. Which yeah, it's okay. You know, Man, to me that it's one. Whatever. It's it's not it's not offensive. That one, like I I would watch it again. It's got some. It's got some some cool special effects. I think the the design of Jason's face in that when when she takes when, at the when end the mask it. comes off is brilliant. That's yeah. that mask comes off. You go whoa! What the fuck? Every time, no matter yeah. how many times you've seen that movie. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of convoluted things in that movie that don't need to be there. Like the whole thing with her and her dad. You know, uh, which by the way, what a stupid fucking ending. With the dad coming out from the lake yeah. and killing Freddy or Jason, come the fuck on. I mean, I I I've seen what you talked about with people loving the third one. Yeah, and I and that's the third one is when he actually gets the hockey mask. Isn't yeah. that it? Thir- so, three is when he gets and the I, hockey mask. And I think that's really what people cling on to more. So I think it's more of a nostalgia because the mm-hmm. majority of people that enjoy the third one, yeah, were younger. Right. I want to say they were younger. Than us and probably that saw liked, it in 3D, which I'm sure has to make a right, difference. Which, which is yeah, and I think that they probably have never seen too many horror movies in 3D, let alone in a movie theater in right. 3D. So I can see why people enjoyed it, and I think it's one of those where it's so dated that if you try to watch it now, as Jeff put it, it's kind of like this is this is crap. It d- it does to its credit have one of my favorite kills in the whole series. Uh, the guy who's dating the pregnant girl. Does all the handstands all the time? Oh, <laughs> okay. He walks. He walks out of the bathroom like doing, an asshole doing, 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 doing a handstand, and there's Jason waiting for him, and he brings his machete down right through the guy's fucking nutsack. Yep. And oh my god, it's brutal. You see everything, 
and like it makes you cringe. Like I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, oh, it gives you sympathy hurts. pains in yeah. your balls. And then later, uh, I, I don't know if it's the next scene or two or three scenes later, she starts getting like the drops of blood on her forehead. She's like, what is that? She looks up and you see him stuffed into the rafters, and you see all the fucking meat that's hanging out of his fucking pelvis. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. More. It's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I'm giving you the signal. It's 30 minutes. Oh, okay, oh. great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Shut you can, the fuck you, up. No, <laughs> you can edit that out. We don't do any editing on the show. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, we just put the front bumper, the back bumper on, and slap some wheels on it, and here we go. <laughs> you yeah, it, you slap it in the ass and ride it on in. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. Get down I mean, on your knees and tell me you love me. But I think you know it. It's definitely a journey and an experience that I think everybody needs to go through. I, uh, you know, to me, what makes the Friday the Thirteenth series my favorite over Nightmare on Elm Street, over uh, the Child's Play series, over Halloween, um, even over Evil Dead. Um, Evil Dead is obviously more consistent, uh, but there's only three films versus you know the the twelve, right? Um, is and I'm going to throw Phantasm out there because Phantasm is a fantastic series also. Okay. Every time you mention a, a series, there's always that one fanboy. He's like, uh, excuse me, sir, but you forgot to mention Phantasm. Um, neither of these movies take themselves seriously. And, and for that reason, even the bad ones, there is enjoyment to be found in them. And if I'm looking to kick back with a couple of friends... And a couple of beers, uh, hopefully more, you know, beers than friends. <laughs> um, and we're going to watch, you know, we're going to do a marathon of, of a horror movie series. It's probably going to be this because you can sit back and laugh at the ridiculous humor, at the ridiculous acting, uh, usually some pretty good kills, uh, especially if you're looking at, you know, the first and the fourth one. Where Tom Savini comes in to do those, oh yeah, those special effects. Um, the the way Jason dies in Part Four, man, that's something you never forget. <laughs> it's it's just incredible. Jay was was yeah, because Four was with the machete slowly through the face first. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the most brutal deaths too. Oh my god, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it's an experience that you need to actually sit and watch, even. Like this crappy Jason X. <laughs> Jesus, they made him like all of a sudden he has he, all of a sudden he he's a tactician and he can he can maneuver and infiltrate. Like they made him such a slow moving character in the and up until this point, and then now all of a sudden he can shift and dodge and fucking apparently teleport from one end of the room to hey, the he's other. Had, well, he's well, had so much in, experience in, in, in the new Friday the Thirteenth remake. Like you literally like you'll see him like on the roof and like <laughs> stuff like that. But I dug it because it felt. He, it felt, you know what it felt like to me? It felt to me like he was the predator. Yeah. Okay. In the Friday the 13th, the remake, it felt like he was the predator. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, and don't forget, in part two, the first time that we meet Jason, he, like, fucking full tilt runs after, uh, after Ginny. Well, I, I there's realize, that there's that amazing chase yeah, at the end of the movie. I realize now that everybody always kind of remembers and is like th- thinks of Jason as this like slow moving, 
guy that's just walking while you're running and he's still able to keep up. He really doesn't slow walk in any in throughout the movies. Like even when he's walking, he's walking quickly. Yeah. Oh no, he's he walks with purpose, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that everybody that's running from him all of a sudden trips. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like uh, oh, that's science. It uh, happens. It's like what was it? I love the meme. I still have it. I hold it for every Friday the Thirteenth. It's like, um, it goes. I'm gonna. It goes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this bitch nothing. Bitches always trip over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh God. This. I'm, I keep looking back at this film and I'm like, they pretty much gave all the women. You get to see their stomachs or their, or or their chest. Like even the scientist has. Yeah. Has half her clothes on while she's working. That's right. Yeah, and, and even though this is supposed to be obviously like hundreds, if not thousands of years in the future, the clothes still look so 90s. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's very uh, Star Trek Voyager right there that she's wearing. That's the only one. Because <laughs> this guy is and ready. she's the robot. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> that guy there, he's ready for Bonnaroo. Yeah. He's ready for Bernie, <laughs> Bernie man, Coachella, Coachella. But yeah, I, 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 I'm definitely glad I did it because I didn't mm-hmm. remember a lot about this. I'm probably gonna do it now for like the other movies. I'll probably do it for because I really don't remember a lot of Friday the Thirteenth. Like I remember Dream Masters a little bit. I remember some of the kills, but like a lot of the uh, older. Har- you mean Nightmare on Elm Street? I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but a lot of a lot of these horror movies, like these older horror movies, I I've seen I saw them a while ago. Yeah. Haven't really we rewatched them again. I uh, I spent last summer like the first month of last summer. Uh, I have the benefit of being a teacher and having summers off. So I spent uh, I spent the first month of last summer binge watching all these series, and I did all the Halloweens. I did all the the Nightmare on Elm Streets. All the Friday the 13th again, all the child's plays. and Hellraiser? I did all of Hellraiser, yeah. Um, not all of Hellraiser, sorry. I stopped at part four because <laughs> I cannot bring myself to watch any of those direct-to-video ones. Again. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're really, truly awful. It's really bad. The one that I, that I saw again was The Cube. I saw that. Oh, yeah, wow, The, the first cube. cube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stuff like, like – and honestly, an, an original – like one that people don't talk about – which is, I believe it's called, I, I forget, it's either called Dead Cell or Red Cell with, of all people, Jennifer Lopez. The is Cell. In it. The Cell. Christy loves oh, that yes. movie. Yes, and the yes. reason why is because it's not her, it's the main antagonist. Vince Vaughn? Not Vince Vaughn. He's the, Vince Vaughn was Vince the- Vaughn is not, no, no, no. You're, the dude that's in The Cell is is the guy that plays Fisk in the Daredevil, in the Daredevil uh, series. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio? Yes. Vincent D'Onofrio, that is by far, he did that, and the reason why he got cool. that. Cool, cool. Um, they were both in it. Oh, Vince there Vaughn go. was also in the movie. Yeah, but Vince Vaughn was not the fucking main antagonist, you <laughs> asshole. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Vince Vaughn was in that fucking movie. <laughs> no one cared. It's just like Vince Vaughn is in the is in Rudy, but no one gives a fuck about the fact that he was in Rudy. Excuse me, he it's was John Aston, man. man. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking asshole. <laughs> John John Favreau. John Favreau. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I uh, no, I I think this is uh, this is the perfect place to to leave off. Um, uh, no matter what, uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie you decide to watch this Friday the Thirteenth, uh, make sure it's not three or five. <laughs> you know what, guys? Watch Jason X. Just, just put the, go. put on the last put on the last uh, 
30 minutes of Jason Does Manhattan, Takes Manhattan. <laughs> or actually watch the first 30 minutes of Jason X just so you can see this chick, literally her her face get put into uh, liquid, nitrogen. liquid nitrogen. That's my favorite kill. It's, yeah. it's, it's so absurd. It's so ridiculous. No matter which one you watch. Which is amazing you're, because you're Jason knows that that is like, – it's amazing that Jason goes, I know what this is. Let me put you in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because we're going to find out reason now. <laughs> no, you know, Let's whatever. talk about the logic on the space it, man. With the exactly. It's like they, they, they pretty much destroy Jason. Jason is dead. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, let's re- let's put him next to nanotechnology and rebuild him so he looks like a beefed up version ex- of the ex- Phantom. Ex- <laughs> All they did was shoot him and then not dispose of the body and leave it there so that the table would turn back on again. Yes. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, go ahead, Dave. Uh, make sure that you tune into all the other Woo Bro uh, podcasts. Woo Geek Bro. Woo Geek Bro. Bro. Geek Bro. Check out all the Woo Bro. Uh, the Woo Bro stuff. Like Woo Bro and uh, Bro Woo. So check out all the Geek Bro podcasts Woo like Woo Bro, like Mamas and Merlot, like Mount Geek More, yeah, uh, yeah. Zeros on Heroes. Uh, is Talking Geek still a thing or no? No. It's the Lair now. We are it's now not the just the Lair It's podcast. just the Lair. So the Lair... Um, Mr. Multiverse uh, Comedy Fitness, uh, the upcoming seasons, which uh, <laughs> that's never going to happen. We still keep saying, uh, "Look We've out for seasons." We've recorded like <laughs> half of the, uh, the series. We literally just need to do two more seasons. Yeah, to finish uh, that. To finish the and first, the yeah, first yeah. Uh, season of seasons. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so All right. stay, stay tuned for that. Um, Jeffrey, yeah. uh, thank you so very much. Thank you, you David. You can uh, you can find Jeff on um, a bunch of podcasts on the network. On the there bunch you go. Of uh, what's up, bro? Shiver, because you know, because I'm here. Um, <laughs> Critter Die, Woo! which you can listen to the episode that's going to be coming out after this uh, involving Handsome Dave. Oh um, yes, he does make a, he does make an appearance on the game, which is a horror themed board game. So check that out. Check that out. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. fun. Down the road, we should probably do Last Friday, which is a Jason themed. That would be fun. Oh, that would be awesome. Very game. fun. Um, and um, one that I can't talk about yet. And <laughs> <laughs> that we we said that in the other podcast that yeah, I can't really, talk, we about can't about talk about that one either. Um, you guys will find out soon enough about that one and uh, life. Find me in, in life. life. Yeah. Find you in life. <laughs> you can find Kenny at... Um, uh, you can find me on the Lair Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, yeah, which is the Lair Pod. You can... Uh, pretty much anywhere where you can hear a podcast, you can find us. Uh, we are... We have transitioned from uh, the ge- uh, the Talking Geek. We are now... Different name, more sass. That's pretty much the what we tell everybody. And we're just happy to be part of this network with you guys. Again, thank you guys so much for having me here on this. Of course. Uh, it's, I know that um, well, one person, uh, which is uh, our friend Vanessa, would love to be on this. The Fiery Nugget would love to talk about <laughs> this, especially, especially the Friday the 13th as well. I think that she has, she's torn between that and, and – uh, and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, but well, then definitely when we do a Nightmare on Elm Street, oh for uh, sure, perspective, we'll, yeah. we'll have V on. That would be awesome. Thank you guys so much, man. Thank uh, you, Pookie. Of course, man. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so, on behalf of all of us here at Shiver, a horror movie podcast, um, fright you very much. Cow, cow, cow. Fuck, fuck, fuck your mama. Ass, 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 ass.